0: Volume 5 is here, over 15 tales of terror that will curdle your blood and send shivers down your spine, only 99 cents, or free if you have Kindle un. And the slash books, or go to Amazon and search for blood tingling tales. Do you like scary stories? If you like scary stories The Lunatic. I was on my way home from the grocery store. I wasn't in a hurry. Being a recently divorced woman with no boyfriend and no prospects, I didn't have anyone waiting at home for me, so I was enjoying the drive. It was a nice night. I had my windows down, allowing the breeze to flow through my long hair. When I reached into my shirt pocket to pull out a cigarette, I realized that I only had two cigarettes left. I had forgotten to put that on my grocery list. Fortunately, there was a small gas station slash convenience store just a couple miles out of my way that I could replenish my cigarette supply at. As I drove down a dark, lonely road toward the convenience store, I turned on the radio, I flipped through several stations looking for some smooth jazz, but stopped on a news station when I heard the announcer say, "Breaking news." I turned up the volume and listened intently to his concerned voice as he spit out the report. A patient has escaped from the local mental institution. He is considered extremely dangerous. We encourage everybody to lock their doors and windows and stay in their houses until the escaped patient is apprehended. A security guard described the patient as being unhinged and violent. Please take shelter and do not answer your door for anybody you do not know. The mental institution in question was in the middle of town. The escape patient could have been anywhere. As I pulled into the empty parking lot of the convenience store, shivers ran down my spine as I realized that I had left my car unlocked when I was in the grocery store. It was at this moment that I heard rustling coming from the back seat. Someone was back there. I came to a skidding halt outside of the convenience store entrance and darted from my car, I bolted through the entrance and spoke in a panic at the alarmed store clerk who was standing behind the register counter. He's in my back seat. He's in my back seat. The store clerk was a chubby man in his late 20s with a scruffy beard. He hurried around the counter and tried to calm me down. Relax, lady, relax. Tell me who's in your back seat. The lunatic, the escaped lunatic. He he's in my back seat. The clerk looked concerned as he looked back and forth between me and my haphazardly parked car out front. Are you sure it's the escaped lunatic? Well, well, I mean, I, I, I think so. I, I, I heard the report on the radio, and then I heard someone back there, and it's him. I, I mean, it's him. It's got to be him. The clerk continued his attempt to ease my panicked state. Okay, lady. Okay, it's all right. Just relax. I'm going to go out and check your car. You just stay here understand? I nodded and watched on as the brave clerk hurried out of the store and didn't hesitate to open the back door to my car. He leaned inside the vehicle and was out of view for several very long seconds. Finally, he emerged, shut the door, and walked back into the store. There's nobody in your car, ma'am. Everything is fine. I shook my head. No, I I heard him. I, I heard him back there. It was your grocery bags. They're sitting on your back seat. You had your windows open. The breeze made them rattle. When you heard the report on the news, and then you heard the bags rattling, I think your imagination got the best of you. There's nobody in my car? The clerk shook his head, and just like that, I felt like the biggest idiot in the world i let out a deep breath (sighs) well don't i feel like a complete and total fool the clerk gave me a pat on the back not at all i heard the reports they're scary there's nothing wrong with being frightened better to be safe than sorry i smiled and thanked the clerk profusely before i exited the store got into my car and started driving back home Honestly, I wasn't looking forward to getting home to my big lonely house. The good news was that I live in an active neighborhood and have great neighbors. If I felt too uneasy at home with the lunatics still running around, most of my neighbors would be happy to let me stay the night with them. As I drove toward home, I reached into my shirt pocket again for a cigarette, and it dawned on me that in my panic, I completely forgot to get cigarettes. I had only driven a few miles, so I turned around and went back to the convenience store. When I entered the store, I was met by an eerie silence. The clerk was not behind the counter. I strolled through the store, looked down the few aisles the store had for the clerk, but there was no sign of him. When I reached the back of the store, I called out, ''Hello, it's me again, are you here?'' A few seconds after that, I heard the jingle of the front door opening. I assumed the clerk had gone outside for something and just returned. So I walked back to the front of the store. To my dismay, he wasn't there. I stood by the register for a good five minutes before I gave up on the clerk. The cigarettes were on a display behind the counter. I figured if I just grabbed a pack and left the cash next to the register, he'd understand. I strolled behind the counter and halted in terror. On the floor was the dead body of the clerk. His throat had been slashed. I let out a shriek of horror. I fumbled around for my phone and with trembling fingers dialed 911. They said a car was on the way. The dispatcher told me to stay on the phone until the police arrived, but I was freaking out. The lunatic could still be in the store with me. The dispatcher urged me to stay put, but I was having none of it. I was convinced the killer was in the store with me, and I ran out from around the counter and dashed out of the store. As I approached my car, I fumbled with the key and dropped them to the ground. I bent down to get them and felt someone grab me by the shoulders. I fought with all my might, but they wrestled me away from the car. That's when I noticed the red and blue flashing lights behind me. I managed to break free from the man who had a hold of me and instantly recognized him as a police officer. The officer was not paying attention to me. His eyes were fixed on something past me. He was looking at my car. Freeze! Don't move! A barrage of gunfire filled the air and I whirled around to see what was going on. The lunatic was emerging from the back seat of my car with a bloody knife. He was now full of bullets and fell to the ground, dead. Later, the security camera footage showed the lunatic killing the clerk. Just seconds later, I entered the store. The lunatic hid behind the counter as I walked to the back of the store. He then stepped out from behind the counter and watched me while my back was turned to him. He held his knife up in an attack position and took a few steps toward me, but then my car caught his eye and he exited the store and snuck into the back seat of the car. His likely plan was to kill me and use my car to escape town. if you like what you're hearing please consider contributing any amount helps recurring monthly contributions are best of all just go to maniac on the loose dot com slash support that's maniac on the slash support Smoker. I went to a local night spot to get a stiff drink. I was drowning my sorrows, you see. My divorce was officially final. A divorce I never wanted. I loved my husband. I would have done anything for him. But the one thing he wanted more than anything else I couldn't give him. A baby. We tried and tried. Believe me, we exhausted every avenue for getting pregnant, and absolutely nothing worked. It turned out I just couldn't have kids, and because of that, he no longer wanted me. I tried to talk him into adopting a baby, but he said he wanted to have his own, and if he couldn't have one with me, he wanted to have one with someone else. So we divorced. And there I was, attempting to drink the heartbreak away, when I saw her. She had long, black hair. She was pale and sickly. She was at least eight months pregnant, maybe nine. And she was smoking. And I don't just mean smoking. I mean chain smoking. She was using her finished cigarettes to light the next one. As if that wasn't bad enough. She was drinking. Shots! I even heard her order a shot of 151 proof rum at one point and watched in horror as she swallowed it down like water. Then she made her way to the dance floor. She was twerking, gyrating, and sweating up a storm. She even attempted to do the electric worm on her pregnant belly. Everyone in the bar was staring at her with dropped jaws. They were appalled but I was more than appalled. I was furious. Eventually, the bartender asked her to leave, and several people applauded as she strutted out of the joint. Apparently, out of sight, out of mind was the policy of most of these people, but not for me. I followed her to the parking lot. Then I observed her pull a small bottle of something from her purse, take several deep sniffs of it, and then toss it to the ground before getting into her car and peeling away. I rushed to see what it was that she just sniffed. I let out an audible gasp when I saw that it was modeling glue. Was she deliberately trying to kill her baby? Regardless, she certainly didn't deserve this child. How could someone so careless and negligent get pregnant when someone like me, who would have been a wonderful wife and mother, could not? It wasn't fair. I jumped into my car and gave chase. I followed the woman to a medium-sized house in a standard suburban neighborhood. A cloud of cigarette smoke followed her as she emerged from the vehicle she then proceeded to treat her stomach as a bongo drum pounding away to an invisible rhythm as she sauntered into the house I spied on her through the front window as soon as she got inside she sat down on her couch and shot up she injected some kind of drug into her veins probably heroin and then to top it off she stripped naked strolled out of her back door and plopped her pregnant ass down into a steaming hot tub. Didn't she know that if you're pregnant, you aren't supposed to get into a hot tub? She followed that up by popping the top on a bottle of wine and started chugging it straight from the bottle. That was the last straw. I burst into her backyard, grabbed the wine bottle from her demented hands, and conked her over the head with it. I tied her up in her living room. When she came to, I told her everything that I witnessed and made my opinion extremely clear that she was not deserving of a child. She was still in a drunken, drug-induced stupor, but understood what I was saying, and was well aware of the situation she now found herself in. (laughs) Go ahead and kill me. I don't care. Believe me, I would like to but I don't want to harm the child growing inside you." She began to laugh at me. Child. (laughs) It's a monster. I didn't know what to say as she continued. Why the hell do you think I'm smoking, drinking, sniffing glue, shooting heroin, jumping around like a fool and soaking in a hot tub? Why? What do you think I'm trying to do? Then I realized You're trying to kill it. (laughs) You're damn right I am. Then why don't you just get an abortion? I tried. It wouldn't let me. Who wouldn't let you? The baby wouldn't. I was raped by a monster. Half man, half fly. Its monster offspring is inside of me and I'm trying to kill it before it wreaks havoc on the world. That's when I realized she was insane. I immediately pulled out my phone and started to dial the police when the pregnant woman started having spasms. Oh no, it's coming. The monster is coming. Slime began oozing out from between the woman's legs as she let out the most hideous of screams. I watched on as the woman's eyes rolled back into her head and she went into violent convulsions. Blood began to pour from her nostrils and eye sockets and then the upper portion of her body went lifeless while the bottom portion of her body wriggled around on its own. I heard a loud snap and splash like a water balloon hitting hot pavement and then witnessed a river of blood and pus-like fluid flow from between the woman's legs followed by the emergence of a gigantic, squirming maggot. I ran as fast as I could toward the front door of the house, but slipped on the grotesque fluid and fell hard, slamming my head against the floor in the process. I was in a daze. Everything was blurry. I was trying to move, but my body wasn't getting the message. I laid there helpless as the hulking, slimy maggot wriggled its way to me. I was the monster's first meal. We hope you enjoyed the show. Here's a super fun way to support the show. Go to maniacontheloose.com store and buy some Maniac on the Loose merchandise. Let the world know you're a listener. T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, there's a bunch of items to choose from. And you have a multitude of design choices, including all of my book covers. Go take a look. It's super cool. Go on. Do it. Right now. Go. Maniac slash store.